you got the ace pilot, you know, you got the drinking, you got getting the girl while looking cool, while also playing volleyball while sweaty. Like, this is like the epitome <laughs> of, like, coolness. Is there any way we want to start our episodes? Uh, I feel like we should introduce, but I mean, you're you're doing the lead story, so do you want to introduce this time? I don't know what to say. I don't know. I uh, assume we have someone listening. Oh, uh, well, no. I greet. That's a definite. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's it's a definite assumption we should make, even if it's no, know, no, no, like, no, not no. true. No, it's true. <laughs> we're famous now. We're, we're I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's how you disney did reach out to me they yep. want to sp- yeah, sponsor course. us i mean rightfully so <laughs> i turned them down didn't offer me enough money or is this our pilot episode this uh this is our, what was meant to be our pilot episode it uh, you I know what need i didn't know before i open i don't know i mean yes I, I can call this our maybe pilot episode yeah call it our maybe pilot episode yeah, just That's so we good. can squeeze in that pun. Okay. That rolls off the tongue. <laughs> okay, so... Hold on. Filmthropology? Yeah. Okay. I've actually never said that out loud. I've just only seen it in my head, and I, actually <laughs> I wasn't sure I could say it. It's a, weird, yeah. it's a weird one on my brain. I thought it was catchy. No, I... I yeah. No, it's just... Hey, all brains aren't created equal. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's fair. And that word does a number on my my brain for some reason. <laughs> all right, so this is the first potential first episode of Film Topology. You could call it a pilot episode, and that would make sense or more sense if you knew the movie we're talking about. Which is Top Gun. Highway to the <laughs> danger zone. I, I've got to be honest, okay? Yeah. That song makes me... I, I'm so <laughs> mad at Top Gun for making that song so popular. It's a good song, okay? It's a good song. I just feel like I've heard that song, like way more times than i probably should have but it's a good song i don't know any of the other lyrics i just know I, that part who yeah so it, like <laughs> that's the whole I, reason. I mean don't be mad at top gun just be mad at kenny loggins well I guess, okay for... well i do have some grievances but we'll we'll get into it oh okay Ooh. um Ooh. right on but okay so we'll start off with top gun which is in my opinion a very solid movie mm-hmm. that got like crazy fame. Okay. Iconic 1986 action movie with Tom Cruise. You, everyone knows him. Uh, I think uh, Mission Impossible like 42 is coming out soon. <laughs> Can't wait. Isn't he like. He's like 60, right? That's crazy. Yeah, he's either superhuman or made a deal. No, he's definitely drinking the blood of children. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's a fact. And then also in Top Gun, Val Kilmer. Yeah. Which is, fun fact, my second favorite Batman. Really? Yeah. Who's your favorite? You're not gonna like me for it. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I won't, I won't mind. Who is it? I think you're gonna hate me. Okay, <laughs> but it is Robert Pattinson. I said it. I said it. I said it. I said it. I don't care. Damn. Fight that's, me. That's. <laughs> That's a bold statement. Yep. 
Yeah. So my top three, and I'm just gonna say, yeah, slight aside, <laughs> going to Batman, Rob Pattinson, Val Kilmer, and oh my gosh, I blanked on. Uh, I I almost called him Birdman. Oh my god, Michael <laughs> Keaton. Michael Keaton. <laughs> so yeah, that's mine. Anyway. <laughs> It was also Top Gun was direct. Wait, did you have a uh, any more Look, comments? I Christian Bale isn't even your top three. No, I'm not. I, I'm not. No, I think the movies are really good. I don't think his Batman. Christian Bale's a great actor. Okay, he's one of my favorites. Okay, all right. Let me let me make all this very clear. I love Christopher Nolan. Big Christopher Nolan fanboy. Okay, I watch all his movies. I do. Uh, Man, I'm going in all these tangents. Um, <laughs> this is good. We need at least like five to ten minutes of like introduction tangents. But Chris Nolan's sick. He's awesome. But like I'm starting to see some little... He has like kind of common... I don't know if I'm going to call them tropes that aren't the greatest. And like one of the things... Which is kind of like the reason why I'm not a big fan of Christian Bale's is uh, Batman is just like, I don't know. He's, number one, he's not really a detective at all. Okay. He's just not. It, Alfred's a detective. Alfred comes in, explains everything, and then Christian Bale does his thing. And like, I don't know. He doesn't do a lot. I don't know. Batman, I feel like Batman's movies are mostly, I'll give Batman Begins. It's actually probably my favorite Christopher Nolan movie. Mm. Yeah. Favorite but, Christopher Nolan movie? Oh, like, sorry. Out of all of them? That was a, that, we gotta cut that one. Not Christopher Nolan Batman movie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let sure. me be very clear. Oof. Sure. Favorite uh, Christopher Nolan movie is probably... Inception, I guess. I have to put more thought in that. Man, we are not talking about Top Gun though. But you don't yeah. like you don't like following. I yeah. Wait, just, I'm talking about my favorite. I love all his movies. What? <laughs> I think uh, I'm not gonna lie. I don't even remember. If that's the name of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah You're talking yeah, about the one with Robin Williams, right? He's not fucking in that movie. What the Am fuck I? Are you talking about? Hold on. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> Following was Christopher Nolan's first film, basically, before he did oh, Memento. Oh, I think I got it mixed up with another one of his films. But he did have a film with Robin Williams, right? Am I crazy? Did he? Yo, can I be honest? So, like, yes. when the trailer for Dark Knight Rises dropped, mm -hmm. we're, we're just coming off the Dark Knight. Heath Ledger has passed. Everyone wants to fuck that movie in all of its holes for lack of a better that that is a way to put it those are words you can use i was gonna say for lack of a better term but there's actually literally like any term probably would be more yeah, there's like so many other ways <laughs> there are many no like so like everyone is fucking in we're, we're coming off dark knight from we're coming from very uh Coming from a very high bar that the Dark Knight set, that Heath Ledger set, and the trailer for Dark Knight Rises drops, um, and I thought Robin Williams was in it. I thought I heard him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, I went around until the next trailer came out, which was probably at least a few weeks, if not a couple months, legitimately thinking, "Yo, Robin Williams is gonna be in this one." And uh, he was not in The Dark Knight Rises. But yeah, just to so. get my thoughts, because the whole point of even talking about him is just talk about Christian Bale. I think Christian Bale's a great actor, right? He's sick. He's awesome. Uh, yeah. I think Christopher Nolan generally pretty great at making movies. But just yeah. his Batman just it's felt flat. super it's... flat. Yeah, And it's... what made all of the, the movies... The most interesting, from my perspective, was generally like the villains. Um, like it was his kind of flat nature against like a dynamic Joker dude that made that like cool. Yeah. But like 
if you take the Joker away, I don't know, man. It's kind of, uh, I feel like movie's not the same. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. So no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and I I do agree. I do think Christian I th- Bale's character is flat, but I personally think it works because oh, it works. If but- if you're if you're looking at Batman as or Bruce Wayne as a sociopath leading you know this these double lives um that it, it makes sense that his when he's bruce wayne he's just flat but i don't understand like why he, i i don't know i think i do think it's a little odd like how he switches from like i think the personality he has when he's batman is odd i don't know why yeah. he talks differently he's a billionaire he literally could have easily bought some kind of voice disguiser or something if that was the concern yeah i don't know i just there's there's a lot of things when i think batman my brain doesn't immediately go to christian bell and it's not because he's a bad actor it's just because yeah. how the character of batman was written i don't know whose fucking idea was to do the voice but i i don't think that does him any favors either um, yeah <laughs> didn't so, robert pattinson use like the same voice I wouldn't say the same voice. I to me it was the same. I felt like it was a toned down version of it. Like I don't know if you understand how like obnoxious and raspy. Like I don't know. I I would love to do a comparison of those you know what? two. That's two fair. voices. I, I enjoyed the Dark Knight Rises. I enjoyed all the the films, and I agree. Batman Begins might actually be my favorite as well. Um, but. I just, I gotta say, the moment I checked out of that series was right at the climax of The Dark Knight Rises when, like, he got stabbed and he he still kept doing the voice. Everybody there knew who he was, like... You gotta stay he's, in character, man. Like, that's a true actor right there. Like, no, he like, gets... That's, that's, like, acting inception, right? Like no, we got. He's got to stay in character. <laughs> Stab. It was doesn't matter. Not only that, it <laughs> was the speed at which he delivered the line. Dog, he dragged he dragged that shit out so long. It was he gets stabbed, and like she's like, oh yeah, it's the slow knife that fucks you up the most or whatever. Yeah, something and, cheesy. Yeah. And uh, then. They're, you know, they're, it's all fucking hectic, and they're trying to get the, the, the bomb deactivated or, uh, and everything, and then they finally get it, and they're like, it's done, it's okay. Gordon, you know, fucking Gordon's on the phone. It's like, we deactivated the bomb. And uh, then he's like, maybe your knife That's pretty good. wasn't fast. Oh shit! Enough. Are you listening to the next Batman? <laughs> I have not heard back from uh from the studio yet, but maybe. Oh, that's <laughs> sick. Um, but yes. So Val Kilmer. Yeah. Iceman. Iceman. Favorite Batman. Yeah. So also a bold statement. Let's get back to Top Gun, which is like the movie we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Batman and Top Gun are alike in a lot of ways. Yeah. They both go to the mm. danger zone. Hmm. I'm going to pretend I didn't, hear, I didn't hear that. Keep on moving. <laughs> so, Top Gun was also directed by Tony Scott, which is a director I'd never heard of, so I looked into his filmography a little bit. He's done, he's got like a, a few little, uh, few little hits, <laughs> you know? Okay. I'm not going to lie. There might not be viewed as like the most you know beautiful pieces of art but i've watched some of these movies i enjoyed these like beverly hills cop 2 you know what oh i laughed at that movie i liked it i think that was great also man on fire oh and lastly deja vu which is a movie i forgot existed (laughs) i've never seen that really it's a pretty fun movie it's a pretty fun movie i would actually recommend Okay. Would recommend. You know, um I uh I'm I'm gonna probably bring up the Val Kilmer documentary like five thousand times while we're talking about this. Yeah. Um 
because it's a documentary I really did enjoy. In the documentary, Val Kilmer expresses that he did not like the script for Top Gun, like, at yeah. all. Wow. Uh, yeah. Man, I have words. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. But. Like. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, a little bit of backstory on Top Gun. I watched it long, long time ago. Kind of forgot about it. It didn't. It didn't resonate with me as much as it did with other people, you know? Sure. And I watched it again, and while I still... I love... I love how it's just such an 80s movie. Like, it's like the embodiment of an 80s movie. But I ain't gonna lie, upon re-watching it before doing this, uh, or after watching it, I, I found out I didn't, I didn't like the movie that much. <laughs> feel really bad saying it because i know a lot of people love it but with that said i love the sequel <laughs> have you 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 did get a chance to see the sequel right i did and I'll, I'll be honest i think i agree like okay <laughs> like okay, in, <laughs> for me i really enjoy the original and um, I'm not sure if the sequel is better, but there are certain things about the sequel that I enjoy much more. Um, yeah, like, like the fight, the fight scenes, I love much more. Oh man, so that kind of gets me into okay. So for one, let's start off with for me, like the intro. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I I. I know they use the same music, obviously, but I feel like they came really damn. I I haven't seen both of them put together, but I could I could have sworn they might have done like shot for shot, like intro, uh, from the original in, intro to sequel, and you know I don't know stuff like that like punches you right in the nostalgia gland. You know what I mean? Yeah. So already you know off to a pretty bumping start, okay? But what <laughs> what I really love about the sequel was how you know there was like emotional points in top gun um but <laughs> with that i don't know it felt flat for some reason in top gun but it took those like same emotional points in the sequel and like i don't know made it feel real i don't know mm -hmm. for me i i actually like gave a shit about the characters in a way i don't know <laughs> I don't and I, I do think writing has a lot to do with that and I guess that's where I was getting at I understand why Val Kumar might have felt that way because I do think the script was kind of weak in the mm. first one but you know you got great yeah. performances a cool concept some awesome music and it can elevate a script you know what I mean so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I uh <laughs> So we need to care about the characters in a film. That's what you're saying. That is right? important. Yes. Yes. Uh, I would agree. I think. <laughs> I think. I think most. I think any screenwriter might tend to agree. Also. Mm -hmm. uh, These are important facts. Yes. No. I. I. I do agree with that. I thought. I thought the effect that the script had in the first one topped the effect that it had uh, yeah i think so because really yeah. what what gets you choked up in the the beginning is like you know hey everybody needs a wingman and you can't abandon your wingman no matter how fucking good you are um and this one was just uh reconciliation of rooster and maverick um and really uh maverick with goose posthumously yeah right yeah um yeah, no, I I loved the action sequences. The flight scenes. Yeah, I was actually just about to Oh, my God. Do you know how much money they spent on those fucking flight scenes? Well, the, the first one or the second one? The second one. The second one is where they spent, like, a shit ton of money. Oh, God, no, how much? So, they paid the Navy $11,374 per flight hour. Oh. Oh. God. And this is over like this months of shooting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So I wondered that. Tom 
Cruz does his own stunts, did he actually fly a plane? Uh, no. No, no. Okay. He didn't actually... That's... That would have been insane. He didn't actually That would have been insane. Yeah. No, they had pilots, and I forgot. There was uh, some technique they used to kind of swap them out, but that. Nah. Right on. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, straight up, I love me some damn action movies, okay? I, yeah. And uh, I think Top Gun Maverick was probably one of the damn best action movies I've seen in the last, like, five five or so years you know what i mean yeah and really i was not expecting it i'm i kind of yeah. went in with low expectations yeah because really it was really it was just done so much better in this one and they didn't have as probably you know the technology and the 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 ability that to make it look as visually stunning as they can today, you know. I'm sure they didn't have that in 1986. Well, I know they didn't. Behind the scenes, basically, it's like they they made a fake cockpit that they put uh, the, you know, Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise in, and behind them is just, like, a painted background and the set moves, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, plenty, plenty of films have done that. Plenty of films still do that. Um... But this one was just so crazy, and not just how they filmed it, not only visually stunning, but the way they really made you understand how fucking difficult it really is. Because, like, in the first one, you watch these motherfuckers fly, and it's like, uh, that shit look easy, I could fly. In this one, it's like, yeah, imagine 5,000 pounds of pressure on your fucking skull, and it's like, oh... I couldn't fly. Never mind. It's like, it's just a bit more grounded in a sense of like, um, I don't know, actually yeah. like expressing the dangers <laughs> and all of the things that can happen uh, as a yeah, the, fighter pilot. The, the physics and the mechanics of it is like they actually, and they did it a little bit in the first one. Um, you know, there were those classes that uh, they were in that... Uh, God, who is it? Christy McNew? No, no. Are we talking about the volleyball scene? No, I'm just, no, no, I no. know. I just <laughs> the volleyball scene is so so obnoxious. <laughs> kind of man. I would, like. I don't even. I don't have an opinion on the volleyball scene unless they were like trying to. They were either feeling real nostalgic or nostalgic, or they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna get so many ladies to come pay money for this." Yep, that's kind of, I think that's the, I don't know, I don't know. But the volleyball scene in the, what was it? In the second one, it was like a football, it was a weird one. Yeah, it was basically rugby, right? That's what it seemed like. It was like, I don't know. But yeah, that actually kind of, oh, what were you about to say? Nothing, I I was going to further my agreement with what you said mm-hmm. about it just being much more grounded. Yeah. Uh, I think that applies to the whole movie. I think the way they did the flight action scenes was much more grounded. And I think the relationships were much more grounded in this one. Particularly the love relationship between Maverick and his yeah Lady of the Month or whatever. I don't know Based, how fast Yeah, it's, no, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah, Lady of the Month. Yeah, so like... Uh, yeah, no, I, I think... Because in the first one, they were using Take My Breath Away like it was fucking the Jaws <laughs> music. Like, every time... They played it several times right before, you know, they are about to, like, kiss, or right before they were about to fuck or something, and, like... Yeah. <laughs> and, like... Every time, like, basically, it, it, was, it came to a point in the movie where, like, when I heard it and I was like, oh, they're about to do something. <laughs> something about to happen. Uh, no, this one was... You know, there were those moments with Tom Cruise and with Maverick, and I forget her name. She had the daughter, which no, was, I I know it's hard. Yeah, to, yeah. My brain I, wasn't fully engaged for the love. I'll be honest. Interest. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember like anyone's name other than like I remember some of their code names. Like that's really it. I don't. Even, I don't even remember. I don't think I guess, what and Maverick's I, real name is. Yeah, if I had to give like, <laughs> like a, a slight uh, criticism of uh, Top Gun Maverick is like you have uh, Goose's son 
and yeah. like I think there's like one or two other characters that are somewhat memorable, <laughs> but then the rest are kind of all just lost in the shuffle a little bit. Yeah. But like it still and, works as a movie, but you know. Yeah. I remember like five of the of like the the fighter pilots. Man. Like that's that's it. I remember of course, you know, Rooster, Hangman. That's uh, I'm gonna be honest, I think that's all I remember. <laughs> and Bob. <laughs> oh uh, man. But yeah. Like yeah it's still good it is good i i enjoyed it uh i really not every character can be super memorable memorable yeah exactly um so originally this episode was going to be we have a list we do have a list of movies and uh movies that specifically had an effect on the world um in some way or another. Yeah. And was, this was, was on about, it. I was about to get on to it. Okay. Here we go. So, yeah. going back to the original, we talked a lot about the sequel. Mm-hmm. Top Gun was, you know, one of the first movies that really made the Navy look cool. You know what I mean? You got the ace pilot. You know, you got the drinking. You got getting the girl while looking cool, while also playing volleyball while sweaty. Like, this is, like, the epitome (laughs) of, like, coolness. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, obviously, this would result in, like, drastic, like, increases within recruitment, right? And Of course. You know, (laughs) actually, we saw this stat on the internet and uh we knew it was true and actually yeah. in 19 because it was on the internet yep <laughs> okay so in <laughs> 1986 the recruitment numbers of the navy went up by an astounding 500 percent definitely not made up in any way no, of course not. Five hundred percent. Like that means it quintupled. Yeah. 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 How well, did no well, one know about this? Why does no one know about this? Our navy's so massive. Because yeah. of Top Gun. So Yeah, I, I think I've done that bit long enough. That's actually not true. <laughs> and turns out that stat is just of okay so let's let's back it up okay this stat actually came from a book in 2004 by David L Robb entitled Operation Hollywood how the pentagon shapes and censors the movies in the book the claim was made According to the Navy, recruitment of young men wanting to become naval aviators went up 500% after the film was released. The book did not include a reference for this claim at all, but this stat was blasted on a bunch of social media platforms and it's stuck in the minds of many. And it's known as uh, a zombie stat. And basically, a zombie stat is a false or misleading statistic that is repeated multiple times despite its inaccurate nature. So, a lot of people, I've talked to a bunch of people about this, I've heard a lot of people think this stat is real, believe Mm. that Top Gun single-handedly quintupled the Navy because of a random ass quote in a book i guess the book must have gotten some type of popularity and then the that's that just got said a bunch of times on the internet and if you just say it enough all of a sudden it becomes reality and that's actually like really fucking scary (laughs) 
if yeah. I'm being quite honest. That's terrifying. That, like, how a false falsehood can just be repeated a bunch, and then it just becomes fact. It actually, like, really blows my mind, slash, just makes me very nervous. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how... How in real that, time, like, misinformation can just permeate the masses. Ugh. What are, what are some other examples of a zombie stat? Um, that's a good question. I wish I prepared for that, but i sure I can think of something on the fly. Yeah, right. I'm also trying to think because I don't know if I could think of examples of zombie stats, but I could certainly think of other examples of misinformation from films because that's the deal, right? They're based on a true story. They are not the story, right? Uh Oh. So I decided to do, yeah, you know, a quick me. little Google search and here's a good one. Uh, people mm. use only 10% of their brain. What is the reality? Uh, show, brain imaging studies show that no area of the brain is completely silent yeah. or inactive. So you're using it. <laughs> Good. I fucking hope so, man. Because I'm, I'm having... It's hard out here. Like... Um, another one is you need to drink eight That's glasses of water much, right? a day. Um, or is that? Well, it's kind of right, but wrong. It's because you get water in ah. your food as well. So like, it doesn't necessarily uh, have to be eight glasses. Um... You're never more than six <laughs> feet from a rat in a city. <laughs> that's oh. I've never heard that one, but apparently that's one. Yeah. But yeah, it's just super interesting how someone just made a fucking book. I don't know this fucking David L. Robb guy. Made a book, made a claim about Top Gun that it like increased recruitment by 500%. And then I guess just enough people read it and then just put it out that information out and then also you know 2004 kind of in around the time that social media started really taking <laughs> off and like you 2004 just, that information was just put deep posted on you know, fucking on myspace yeah <laughs> like <laughs> no 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 i'm just saying around that time and like to this point like social media has been you know evolving and in that space that kind of uh it's like a, yeah. a breeding ground for misinformation you don't have to fucking cite anything you can just say whatever you want and it'll just be true and it'll just go on people's screens so yeah and it's crazy that he made that claim and he didn't yeah. like cite anything even in his book so i don't know it, it literally just feels like a number was pulled out of his ass but speaking of which that kind of gets us to the real numbers the real stats uh, which you can literally just look on the U.S. Yeah, Navy so was, website. Was there any? <laughs> so like, it's just okay. There was, but okay, we're gonna get to there. But it just it like hurts my head that like I I don't know that like that stat can be viewed as like a fact when like the literal Navy just posts their stats and you can just see. Yo, I love... But, I don't know. It's just crazy, you know? No, no, no. Please, you know what? You go ahead. I want to hear. Okay. Well, no, I was going to start it off by asking you a question. So, the yeah. the previous claim, 500%, right? Mm. What do you think so, the real one is? There is an increase. What mm. do you think the real one is? So, 500 is, like, crazy high. I think 100 is even crazy high. That would mean they doubled their recruitment rate. Um... Mm-hmm. 40. Okay. 
So I want you to take that number, and I want you to divide it by five. Eight percent, then? Yeah, that's actually what it was. There was an eight percent increase in 1986, which is still, you know, significant. But, you know, that stat line, just not as sexy, mm, you know, as 500 percent. Okay. Uh, and then <laughs> what was even funnier is like if you go to 1987 and then 1988, recruitment would fall Damn. 2%. <laughs> so even though there was an increase, it was followed by another decrease, which I guess shows that, you know, whatever this top gun effect was, wasn't necessarily sustainable. People. So, uh, there's been responses to like, uh, yeah, the this claim, you know, uh, and someone would interpret the stat and say, well, you know, maybe they didn't mean actual like recruitment; they meant just uh, avi- aviators. Yeah, aviators. Is that the right? Did I say that right? Okay, words are hard, man. Uh, and that aviators increased by 500%. Well, if you look at the stats, uh, (laughs) actually, you know, let's, let's turn this into a guessing game. How much in 1986, how many aviators do you think increased? Okay. So like you said, there was an increase. There was an increase. That was for recruit, like for the oh, entire okay. navy. Um, this is just aviators. That's a smaller group, so it would take smaller numbers to double it. Um, percentage? Okay, I didn't know you wanted like a hard number. Um, yeah, yeah, we're just on percentage. No, uh, no, no, no. I can tell you how many aviators there were... Um, before in like 1985 sure. if you want if that helps 14 okay it was about yeah, so i'm thinking 80 percent mm-hmm. okay so uh the aviators actually increased by a whopping 0.3 percent <laughs> no one wanted to go into the danger zone <laughs> <laughs> Even if you come at it from that angle, yeah. and you're just looking at aviators. Uh, yeah, that's also not 500. A little far from 500. So, like, mm-hmm. for either of these claims to be true, there would have needed to be 400,000 recruits rather than 94,000, which was the. Uh, that that 8% increase, it went to 94,000. And for aviators, it would have needed to be 4,300 aviators (laughs) rather than the roughly 1,400. That's so fucking pitiful. These numbers are just like 0.3%. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it could have decreased. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's wild. Like, I mean, so... I think top. I think if you look at the numbers, it's clear. I think Top Gun did have a okay. somewhat of an effect. I think you can make that claim, but like, I wouldn't say anything super significant. Do you think, uh, or, well, in that year, significant, but like not sustainable enough that uh, I think had ramifications for like the actual okay. size yeah. of the navy. Sure. And the reason why I say that is because once you get into the 90s, recruitment's just getting worse and yeah. worse. And actually, if you look at today, like right now, uh, recruitment numbers are at like record yeah. lows in every single branch of the military. And I believe the it hasn't been this Damn. low since like the end of the Vietnam War. Um, so that kind of brings us to Top Gun Maverick. Will it be the movie <laughs> to bolster our armed forces by a staggering 500%? Pro- pr- yeah. <laughs> Probably. 
Probably not. Did but, you? Did, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say it has a better chance because I think it's the superior movie. Okay? You know, better movie means better outcomes always. Right? So, uh, you know, this might be it. I think with Top Gun Maverick coming out, you know, our militaries will see a surge. And, uh, you know, you guys will be able to hear that exactly. in next year's episode. We'll Top Gun talk about that. Rooster. <laughs> oh, no, when yeah. we're talking uh, about past movies. Yeah, because next year it'll be a movie in the past and we can talk about the surging right. military numbers because of Top Gun Maverick. You know, I'm setting up, I'm trying to set was, up shows. I was trying to set up a year a from now, you know? Okay. I was I'm trying to laying set up the down the foundation. Top Gun trilogy. My bad. <laughs> That's not gonna pay me. So That's what they said. <laughs> they said, when's the copyright run out? Quick. <laughs> but yeah, that's the story on Top Gun. <laughs> and it's bullshit Bravo. numbers. Excellent. <laughs> um Yeah, I love how that was supposed to be like we were so excited to do this episode when we saw this like when we thought the stat was true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. I did ten minutes of research. I was like, "Oh, this is actually bullshit." <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. Um, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. So I, it's. But then it's I true. found out about zombie stats and stuff like that, and I just thought it was interesting because it kind of gives a peek into like how misinformation just moves throughout, you know, yeah. the internet. No, it's uh, this is an excellent example of that. And it's true. I mean, it. I mean, I gotta tell anybody. Fucking, it's it's hard to everything. You have to take everything with a grain of salt these days. And I think everybody across every political line believing in any given issue agrees. But the then the, you know the the problem comes when people's bias enters the picture and then that affects what the what news source they're gonna choose yep and some of them ain't good Mo a lot of them ain't good <laughs> yeah so uh <laughs> yeah. but yeah top gun sick <laughs> top gun mavic was sick <laughs> yeah yeah i really yeah, did enjoy the part amazing. with the where he like jumps down from the roof and like the girl from like his mom's her mom's bedroom and she's just staring at him <laughs> uh, that was my favorite part probably <laughs> yeah. uh, that and shirtless wally uh, yeah, football rugby whatever fucking yeah what random sport yeah miles teller killed it i i you know we've been talking we haven't really been talking too Miles much Miles Teller really did kill it. Apparently, but see, that's the thing. Apparently, he is actively pursuing a third one because he really enjoys their character, Rooster. Um. So, yeah. So, uh, oh, okay. that may very well cool. happen. I'd watch it. But yeah. But yeah, this was supposed to be our pilot I'd episode. Uh, and then we found out that wasn't true. And also, we recorded one before this, so... I mean, we could, with the magic of editing, we it's could. True. We could make this the pilot episode. And you know what? Yeah, fuck the rules, bro. If it, even if this is our second yeah, exactly. episode, we can just I'm trying call to... it a pilot episode anyway. See, what we gotta? It's our world. What do we name it's these America, episodes? Bro. Just the movie we're talking about, or do we come up with this? The give a little. I... Yeah, I think we like come a... up with catchy titles. Yeah, I'm thinking of. I have, uh, don't know for this one. I don't know. This one could be our pilot episode: crashes and burns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. That's not bad. That's a good start. Yeah. If no, I like else... it. I think we just named it. Sweet saves me time. Ah, <laughs> so, uh, yes. What, what current movie have you been watching that yes. you would like Segway to tell case. the? Uh, people about yeah so at this time we do 
our present segment. Although we kind of just did past and present when we did Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick, right? So, uh, well, I felt like we had to talk. That we couldn't have talked about Top Gun without Top Gun Maverick when Top Gun Maverick <laughs> came out like two seconds ago. For a second there, I thought you were just like coming up with some kind of fucking tongue twister. <laughs> how much? Ma- how, how much? How much Maverick would a Maverick <laughs> Top Gun and a Maverick to Top Gun Maverick like? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've watched Top Gun recently. Top Gun Maverick, that is. Um, <laughs> no, um, honestly, uh, not a whole lot. Uh, I was, uh, I told you I was in a car accident roughly four weeks ago. Yeah, um, I uh, was actually yeah. in a decent amount of pain from that. Uh, and so I went, so I ended up getting an attorney. So, like, I don't even know how much I can, how, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how much I can even say about it. We're not, I guess right now I can say anything. It's not in any kind of litigation um technically but uh yeah went to had to get to the a referral from them to go to the doctor because like otherwise i couldn't get in until september um and this was two weeks ago you know Mm mid-july uh and uh turns out i got two displaced discs in my spine yeah so um yeah, that shit's crazy. Uh, so I got physical therapy I'm doing, and they gave me some uh, some medication. Um, I can't even drink with it, so that sucks. Uh, um, I got <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, I'm. I sneezed. I was. Uh, that shocked me. <laughs> it sounded like an explosion. Are you okay? All right. Well. I think so. Uh, yeah. No. Um. So I had been preoccupied with that. We just got a new car. Um, yesterday. Yesterday, yes. Um, it is a two thousand eleven cool. Toyota Camry. Uh. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been doing as of late uh no actually i've only really seen two new movies lately um one was called the shallows uh are you familiar with this film Mm-hmm. uh this is a shark movie with blake lively yeah oh have you seen it okay i have i do know that one actually yeah no yeah but i i remember it's okay previews for it that's <laughs> That's the whole. It's alright. <laughs> no, uh, like it's okay. So, I th- I really enjoyed the visuals of it. Um, I think it's an okay. I think it's a good shark movie. Um, a good shark attack movie that is. Um, uh, you know, on a scale of Sharknado to Jaws. Um. Uh, mhm. Jaws two, like. <laughs> Yeah, maybe a little a little under Jaws too, <laughs> sure. even. Uh, yeah, no, it was okay. It was actually a very good shark movie. The it's the little twist on it is she's in a remote location where no one. Yeah, she exactly. Stu- she's she like stuck in rock, the water so on this little yeah. rock with the shark. A little collection of of rocks, uh, you know. And she gets uh, her, her her leg bit. Uh, initially, and then you have to see her. She's the her character is a nurse, or or actually no, she is training to become a doctor, um, and basically like is a doctor. I'm oh, pretty shit. sure she just hasn't uh, f- finished her like her, all her uh, licensing and everything like that, or something. I'm not sure. She might have been a doctor, and she's basically her mom. I believe just passed, and she's in a funk. She goes to this rem- uh, remote location, this beach in Mexico that her mom had a picture of herself with. Uh, I think like when she was like a baby or when she was pregnant with her. One of the other, I don't recall. Um, and so she just goes to the spot to feel close to her mom again because she can't really process her death, you know. So like that's really the whole script. Um, and that was my issue with it. I I wish I had more depth. Her her. St- 
like on the way there before she goes out surfing at this beach and then gets caught with the shark. Um, and then when she like makes it out of there alive, that's when. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, she actually like outsmarts the shark basically and kills it. Um, you know, uh, then that's how she gets out a lot. Spoiler. I don't know who's going to mm-hmm. fucking watch the shallows, but. Yeah, you should you should put the spoiler oh. alerts before. Oh. Honestly, I didn't even think about it. Like she, she obviously gets out of there. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> well, now it's true, but it's it doesn't matter. It's not if she gets out of there. It's how she gets out of there. I'm sorry. Were you God, planning on watching it? I, I, I actually, I'll feel bad if you were planning on watching it. <laughs> well, <laughs> so to answer that question, no. But Jess, but but Jess wants, which means you may end up watching it watch soon. It. Right on. I, well, I. Yeah. Well, n- well, well, soon. Yeah, I didn't. Within the year, I didn't put yeah. it on. I didn't choose it. Uh, Morgan did. So. We watched The Shallows. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it was fine. Uh, basically, the visuals of it are very gruesome. Um, they go in, they go into a lot of detail, and I think that does mm-hmm. add a good element to the film. I, do en- I did enjoy um, the visual storytelling of it. Because, basically, it starts out, and she's in like this jeep with this stranger, this kind stranger who's like taking her uh, to, the ro- to the location. And... That's and then like the the whole it's very farcical. Basically, she never leaves that spot. We never really see a different location. Um, so she's not really talking to anyone. So there's very little dialogue in the movie, and I did really enjoy how they made that work. Um, you know, it was it was had a very castaway element. She has a seagull that is also injured on the rock with her and cannot fly away. Um, yeah, and so, and that's, I believe that's supposed to be her, uh, her sister and her dad who are also feeling grief over her mom passing. And, uh, for me, the issue was like, it felt like they just added in those characters just to have some kind of backstory. Cause there was, it was very flat, uh, any, in the beginning and toward the end, whenever they were on screen, it felt, uh, very fake i guess i don't know maybe fake is the wrong word it just it didn't it didn't make me care about them enough i don't think and maybe that's maybe that's more uh on me but i don't i don't know whoa what do you mean i don't know maybe maybe i just didn't uh maybe i'm just didn't maybe i just didn't have that uh same level of uh that's presence of mind about those characters. Yeah, because no, I mean they're that really that only noise. in there. It's up to the writers. Once, technically twice. I'm just saying you can't blame yourself yeah. for not engaging yeah. with the material. It's it's the material. You know, I'm not saying like there's like an objective. You know measure but like if you're not engaged with the material that's and that's how that's i feel writers, but i in my opinion i don't know you know that is exactly how i feel but if someone else were to disagree uh with my yeah but that's but that's the you're beauty so right. of art that's the beauty of you're art, so right man. adam <laughs> Everyone's gonna view it a little differently. Indeed. No one's no one's fucking right. What we decide is right is kind of like the prevailing opinion. Yeah. Generally, but like you know. That's true. That's that's those are really the truths that make up our world, aren't they? If life if life is all about perspective, then yeah. the truths we accept are simply the prevailing opinions of perception. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think you should speak your truth. 
And if it's if it just fucking doesn't resonate with you, that's on the fucking yeah, you know, writers. Yeah, and the fair actors, enough. You know, and you know, just because it doesn't resonate with you doesn't mean it can't resonate with someone else. But like, hey, just don't take blame for it yeah, not fair resonating enough. with you. You know what I mean? That's all I'm trying to say. Thank thank you for supporting me, Adam. In my anywho, mine's gonna be. My my next segment is gonna be way fucking shorter. It's just a big fucking joke. Um, so, <laughs> the, my future movie that I'm going to see, uh, actually out now, so I could watch it right now, but I'm probably gonna turn into a, an event. Um, <laughs> did I say no. it was on Peacock already? Are we? <laughs> is this it's on Peacock? Are are you are you just plugging it again? <laughs> Free on Peacock. No, wait. Oh, wait, I was, wait, what else? Oh, okay. Uh, you, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Ooh, I don't think you know you. this. <laughs> okay, this is a horror mer- mystery thriller called They <laughs> Slash Them. Do you get it? Do you uh, get it? Do you get the yes. joke? Yes, yes. It's because it's a slasher it? film, and it's and it's sla- people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's. Yeah. 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 And that's like pronouns, but like also uh, it's good with, with a horror movie because it's slash, <laughs> like a slash. I love how dad joke ish oh, that is. Man. Like now. Let me read a synopsis of this movie, Do it. and then okay. you'll understand why I'm so excited, okay? Literally, I'll just say the first two words of the synopsis, and then you'll get it, but I'll continue onwards. I'll just say the first two to start off, though. Kevin okay. Bacon. Right? Right? Okay. So Kevin Bacon plays Owen Whistler. <laughs> In this slasher horror film set at a LGBTQIA plus conversion camp, several queer campers join Whistler for a week of programming intended to help them find a new sense of freedom. As the camp's methods become increasingly more psychologically unsettling, the campers must work together to protect themselves. When an unidentified axe murderer starts claiming victims, things get even <laughs> more dangerous. Wait, so so this is this is like uh, this is like a scare them straight camp or like scare them scare them. Um, yes. What is the word? No, what's the term for uh, like you 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 simply identify as one gender, um, unisex. Is that it, like, to turn them unisex? I don't understand that term. I don't think I've ever heard the term unisex in a sentence. So I'm Monosex? <laughs> All I know... Okay, well, like... Well, I'm so is that sure the deal? It's, like, basically say. scare them straight? Okay. That's the program yeah. that they're in? Well, the way the trailer shook, so, like, apparently, you know, they're doing a conversion camp, and they're trying to, like, scare them straight or whatever, and, like, apparently, like, according to how the trailer is, like, the axe murderer is, like, not a part of the camp, you know? It, I don't know for a fact, but I feel like it's probably part of the camp, if I'm being honest. But we'll see. You know, yeah. I'm gonna watch it. I can't wait to Damn. watch it. That's... <laughs> that's a script bro that sounds like the his character name sounds like the fakest fucking name i've ever heard owen whistler <laughs> owen whistler <laughs> okay john doe <laughs> i thought about naming owen whistler my future really uh, son john doe. that would actually no, be john funny doe. i like that <laughs> i hate that i like that 
Uh, I was thinking about naming my son uh, Casper. Yeah. Whoa, crazy. Yeah. Uh -huh, yeah. Like the friendly ghost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, that is. Uh, no, not necessarily name, after right? the friendly ghost, but uh, my son yeah, is named Casper, Casper uh, but it is not necessarily after the friendly ghost. I can't wait for that uh, our future episode where we talk about Casper and how uh, shortly after its release, you know, there's a lot more hauntings out there. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be good so. Episode. Stay stay tuned for that one. Uh, did you find the statistics for that? Because I don't really want to run into another. I don't want our pilot episode to be the only one that crashes and burns. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's I okay, just made then. that up. So yeah, hopefully that'll pick up traction, and uh, by this time, thirty years from now, I can say I made the world a worse place That's right. by putting out the misinformation. Jesus, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I guess that yeah. kind of wraps up. I guess so. It's a little, little bit shorter episode. this time. Uh, that's yeah, you true. Had a lot to say I did. About Maybe I prolonged history. it a little more than necessary, but uh, that's okay. Did well. I well. Let's did a. Uh... And also, the future thing was short because it was just a big joke. <laughs> but yeah, I think there was just more to go into in yeah. yours. In terms of like yeah. the history and stuff, I guess so. I guess I could have talked more about Navy recruitment data, but yeah. I felt like I That's went true. into it enough. <laughs> I could have went into the entire uh, history of Navy recruitment, but <laughs> like, I don't know. That feels, <laughs> yeah, no, that's kind of how I was like, you yeah. know, this is about how movies affect things, you know. I don't want to get too that's involved true. in the like, I mean, uh, recruitment bullshit. God. And that's, see, that's another thing, too. Life is about perception. People's movies... I get interpreted uh, in the same way. Like historical films or anything based on previous work, um, you know, becomes the truth. Like, there are people that actually think that, like, Maximus Decimus Meridius was, like, a real person. <laughs> Sorry. I know that's true, probably, but that's still funny to me. No, like I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure I looked it up like uh like the the emperor that Joaquin Phoenix plays like was a real emperor but that's not at all how he died. Uh like there that that never happened. Uh apparently that dude was taking a bath and like some famous wrestler at the time was like, "Come here, boy." and just killed him in the bath. I don't Yes, that is what they called it. I assume a it was like wrestler? an Olympian, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like I, I suppose. That, was that a thing? <laughs> oh. See? Mm -hmm. Y'all learn something new from this podcast every episode. Uh, yeah. No, we didn't, uh, we didn't talk about the Val Kilmer documentary nearly as much as I thought we would. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's fine. Oh, yeah, um, dang. But what is there to say? Dude lost his voice. That really sucks. Yeah. It does. Yeah, that's quite unfortunate. But, uh... And that really sucks, too, because I really like that work he was doing for what I saw the Tom... Uh, the... Tom Sawyer. The Mark Twain... work. His play and shit, but... Oh, well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They played it off in the movie fairly well so so i think this would be a good time to uh, uh oh yeah uh, preview the next episode what, what will the oh, next we shouldn't keep it a surprise um be about all right or we cannot right. review and say fuck you, you maybe we ask release it. Either who or. do you think who do you think who what do you think will be 
the next episode <laughs> of Film Thropology. What will we what movie changed the world next? Um I mean fuck it, I'll tell you and I'll just edit it out later if I don't feel like telling them. Uh next will probably be Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver and the attempted assassination of Ronald Reagan. President Ronald Reagan. Are you talking to me? <laughs> no, are you you talk you talking to me? <laughs> Yeah, damn it. Uh, so yeah. Um, other than that, uh, oh, also, I I watched a documentary recently that we're gonna have to add to the list. Uh, that was the other movie I watched. I watched The Shallows, and I watched, um, like, The Forbidden Orange. It's was is what it's called. That's the English translation. It's a uh, film from Spain about Clockwork Orange. And how it, yeah, it played a part oh, in, uh, over, like, transitioning them from a dictatorship to a democracy. Yeah, like, there was such oh, a, wow. a demand for that movie. And at the time, they were under dictatorship after World War Two, And, uh, in, like, the 60s, they it kind of started, like, they really censored films and then they started to like let up a little bit and like basically there was this whole big thing to get uh the film shown there because that was the thing no one could see it in the country um yeah it was crazy um malcolm mcdowell narrates it too right oh that's i seen him in uh that halloween uh, that dude from White Zombie made. Hell yeah, brother. I like Kid Rock. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, thank you again. Um, I uh, stepped away from the mic too far. I drifted. So, thank you again for joining us on Film Topology. Adam, that was an excellent presentation on how Top Gun stats were bullshit. All right. Well, join us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, man. Well, see you later. <laughs>